Welcome everyone to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games that's posted every Wednesday on iTunes and Google Play. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Good mythical morning, everyone. Jesus. Okay. No. <laughs> Not that one either. Nope. Keep trying. Yeah, okay. Keep trying. Keep trying. Next time. Next keep time. trying. Okay. Before we get into more music on today's episode, which I'm sure you already know based on what you just heard, what this episode is going to be about. But we want to mention that today's episode of BG Mania is brought to you by Technisport Gaming Chairs. Technisport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming related chairs. In fact, scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with a lazy boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years, and some streamers insist that they have always existed right here in cyberspace. Each chair comes with a two-year limited warranty. The heavy-duty steel frame comes with a lifetime warranty. And what's really cool about Technisport gaming chairs is that 3% of sales go toward disaster relief efforts. So you're also supporting a good cause whenever you make a purchase. Go to technisportusa.com and use the offer code LDG it's level down games offer code L D G when making a purchase. If you're interested in helping us out here at level down games, all of our affiliate links can also be found in the YouTube description box below on any of our videos and in the description for all of our podcasts on podcast services. Thanks in advance for all your support. All right. So if you didn't guess from the opening song there, and if you happen to ignore the, the title of the podcast, because I always put them in there, Today's episode is the next in our series dedicated to the Legend of Zelda franchise, and we'll be exploring 10 tracks each from Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, both released on the Nintendo 64. And as, as I've mentioned before, and as is rightfully proclaimed in the Level Down Games official ranking of the Legend of Zelda games, Ocarina of Time is my favorite Zelda game of all time. And the favorite it's, Zelda game of Level Down Games in general. It is one of the strongest entries in the entire series. Definitely top two, in my opinion. <laughs> Obviously, Frank's favorite is A Link to the Past, which we've already done an episode on. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. No, but I love I love Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I, I, don't have a, I don't have a single bad thing to say about this game. No. I, this this game and World of Warcraft go back and forth for me as being my top my top favorite game of all time. Uh, some weeks I give the nod to Ocarina of Time. Some weeks I give the nod to World of Warcraft. One thing I can say with confidence is that I will never forget putting Ocarina of Time into my Nintendo 64 for the very first time. I had the gold cartridge. I put that sucker in. This track that you just heard, that's the title theme from Ocarina of Time. It instantly starts playing. And you see Link riding around Hyrule Field on Epona. Give, just talking about it now, I'm getting goosebumps again. I got goosebumps when you and I talked about it when we listened to the track. Just hearing the track gave me goosebumps. That's three times in the last three minutes I've gotten goosebumps. I'm saying what I really love about this track, uh, and I mentioned to you while we were listening to it, was you hear the actual uh, flute from the original Legend of Zelda that you use to transport yourself. Is that a tank? Is that a tank's tidbit? Tank's tidbits have been retired because my fan request, they actually can't put a better name for him. Oh, a fan did. Yeah, a fan. Do you want to do you want to give a shout out? 
Big shout out to Alfred Caro for coming up with uh, the, the, the replacement for. Uh... So, so even though he got kicked off the show, he still listens. He's still a fan. Yeah, we hang out once in a while. We play video games. Yeah, I saw the, sure. I, I saw the picture on on both of your Instagrams of you playing games together. I think he hates me. I'm pretty sure he does, and I think he has a good reason to. No, I got to eat too. Um, which yeah, you, you, you heard the, the sound of the, of the transport flute from the original Legend of Zelda there. Yes. But you, but you had mentioned in the opening cinematic, uh, Link is riding a Pona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I believe I mentioned it in our last uh, video in regards to um, Mario, Mario 64. How, yeah, how Apona was supposed to be in that game. Yeah, Apona was originally created for that, but they, they, they knew they, they always knew they wanted a horse as well in Zelda series. Right. So when it just, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. So, so, so for your liner note, uh, Epona is actually, it's a Gaulish word. Okay. It actually means, it means great mare. So Epona was actually the, the Celtic god of horses, donkey, and mules. So there you go. The Celtic warrior Seamus? Fella. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next track that we're going to play. And, and before I get into the next one, let me just say, how freaking hard of a time I had coming up with 10 tracks to play in this episode from Ocarina of Time and later 10 tracks from Majora's Mask because I really feel like both of these games have such strong soundtracks and I'm not even kidding you man I listened to both of these soundtracks in in their entirety over the last week while I was doing other things and playing other games each one of these soundtracks is over 100 tracks you know what I believe it because I I could pick out at least 20, 30 songs on top of my head. Yeah. Now, so, now, now, granted, luckily for me, not every track was like two or three minutes long, like the opening there. I mean, some some of the things that are on the soundtrack are like, you know, when, when you open a treasure chest, the do-do-do-do, or when you get a heart container, do-do-do-do-do, things like that. Like, those are all on the soundtrack. But um, just narrowing it down to 10 specific songs from each one of these games was a task in of itself. And I had a hell of a time. And I, I hope that it, future episodes are not going to be that hard, even though I know they're going to be. You know it is. Yeah. But. yeah. So, so, that, so that is one thing about these series episodes is that you and I don't collaborate on the tracks that we play. I just I pick what I feel should be played to represent these titles for the series episodes. Um, the only the only time that we actually collaborate is if, you know, it's it's I, f- I forget. We only did it one time. I don't remember which episode we did it for, where we actually collaborated. Oh, the Medal of Honor one. Yes. Yeah, we where we actually collaborated and, and compared. That, which that, would, that, would, that, would, that would be way too much of an undertaking for us to, to do. We did an entire, the entirety of Medal of Honor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now, now I do want to say that if your favorite track from either Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask was not played or is not played in today's episode, it doesn't mean we're never going to play it because we have, as we mentioned last week, we have. I don't know if we mentioned it last week. We mentioned it somewhere. It might have been during the the Game Awards show. And if you didn't watch the Game Awards, our Level Down Game Awards, go check that out. We didn't we didn't pimp that in any of our other shows. We should have. Nope. We should have. But uh, the game the Level Down Games Awards was uploaded last Friday on YouTube. Check it out. But we talked about how we have ideas for shows through like 2025. So <laughs> yeah. there's a good chance that if your favorite song didn't play, there is a themed episode somewhere in the future where we will fit some of these tracks in. Because once we play the game, they are free reign to appear in another episode. And if you're angry at Brian, you can send a hate mail to Brian at leveldowngames.com. That is my email address. It is. Huh? Okay. You'll never, you'll never guess what mine is. 
Well, you don't have one. I do. You do. But you have to share one with El Frankero right now. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> We're sharing. He gets a lot of weird mail. I'm sure a he of, does. A lot, of, a lot of weird things. I'm sure he does. <laughs> El Frankero at leveldowngames.com. <laughs> All right. Our second track from Ocarina of Time. This is Kokiri Forest. That was Kokiri Forest from The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Great track, man. Love it. Absolutely. Very sprightly. Very fun. Yeah. But like you mentioned, this could easily find itself in any any game that Rare developed, specifically Banjo-Kazooie. But, um, you know, just it, it just instantly makes me think of that forest when you when you first start playing this game. And, you know, you all have the little, you know, your little people around and you're going and talking to Saria. At least that's how I say her name. Some people don't say it that way. They say Saria, and apparently, uh, you know, it's it's love for debate. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure which way you actually pronounce it, but that just that song invokes that image to me. Just walking around that forest, you know, learning how to cut grass, and you go through that little crack in the wall, and oh man, that's where you find your sword. That's where you find your sword. I can't wait for the Nintendo 64 Classic Edition next year because it's probably going to happen. This game is definitely going to be on there. And I'm going to be so happy. Uh, if you remember, like, when you started off during your house, yeah, there's actually a picture of Link with a fairy fighting a monster. Yeah. Um, and because it looks like a dinosaur, a lot of people actually believe that that's King Dodongo that you're fighting in that picture. So. Oh, cool. It's not Yoshi? That'd be cool. Uh, also, <laughs> that would have been cool. I, I have a nice little bonus liner note here. Oh, okay. A bonus tanks tidbit. Like those are officially retired. Uh, I'm never going to let it die, though. You should <laughs> just, just, just like you should in a tire fire hashtag the Frank Hero uh, I, I, love, I love that line of his uh, now the uh, as I mentioned earlier like the original the, 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 the first track we played you, you heard uh, was sounded like the warp whistle from yeah. 
uh, from, from Legend of Zelda. That's also the same warp whistle sound from Super Mario Bros. 3. Now that you mention it, I can totally see that. I can totally hear it. Yeah. But which makes sense because they were both composed by the same man. Koji Kondo. Pure genius. Pure, Can't say it enough. Pure genius. Yeah, that, that goes without saying, but every track we're playing today from both Ocarina Time and I believe Majora's Mask as well, both composed by Koji Kondo. All right. Our third track for the episode is Hyrule Field. And that was Hyrule Field from Ocarina of Time. Probably the most iconic track from this game, I would say. Probably. When I think of this, I think of this game, is the first one that pops in my head. Yeah. And, I mean, you definitely hear a small little reprise of the Legend of Zelda main theme. You know, the, the one that everyone knows in that track. But what's interesting is that it's not the, the full theme. Like, I mean, it's no. definitely its own take on, on the Legend of Zelda title or the Legend of Zelda main theme, which I really like. Yeah, that was really awesome. Yeah. I like that track. Um, I got a little liner note here for you. Okay. A little tank tidbit. Better stop. <laughs> tanks, uh, so, tank, tanks, tasty tidbits. Tanks, terrific, yes. tasty tidbits. Ooh, it's forties. Lovely elevation. Uh, so you know who Charles Martin is? Yeah. The voice of Mario. Well, he actually spoke to Mr. Miyamoto saying uh, he wanted to be the voice of Link. Wow. So, yeah, he actually went to Miyamoto and he goes, I want to be Link. I want to be Link. And Miyamoto goes, Link is never going to have a voice. He's going to stay the way he is. And Charles Martinet, unfortunately, never had to play Link. And Link really still has never talked, like, full sentences. No. He's made, like, the noise for a power-up in Link to the Past. Like, uh, Well, a couple, he does. A couple grunts here and there. and He is audible in Breath of the Wild, but it's not like full sentences. Does he say any words? I mean, his typical stuff that he always says. Oh, okay. Yeah! Things like that. But, uh... Oh, my ninja. Oh, no, that's no, not he, doesn't, he doesn't say that. But, uh... 
No, but, I mean, obviously Breath of the Wild was the first game that had full... Well, not full voice acting, but the cutscenes were voice acted, so... Uh, maybe one day in the future, Link will talk. Maybe. I hope he never does. Don't, you, don't you ever do that. He's the silent protagonist. I hope so. All right. Our next track. One of my favorites from the game. This is Kakariku Village. was Kakariku Village from Ocarina of Time. Like I said, definitely, I think, one of my favorite tracks from this game. I love that song. It, it, that is probably one of the top, like, three iconic songs in the Zelda franchise. Yeah, I mean, generally, whenever this particular village is featured in a Zelda game, it usually is the same theme. It really is. It is, it's, it's, a, it's a reprise. They always do that, but, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this town, it's all about the chickens. It's all about the uh, the the cuckoos. What are they? Cuckoos. Cuckoos. <laughs> yeah, cuckoos. Cuckoos. Something like that. Just don't attack them, guys. Don't attack them. Didn't you um? Didn't you give a little tasty uh, tasty tank tidbit about the um about those in the link to the past episode? Did I? I feel like that was more of an El Frank Carroll fact. Right? I, it, it was an El Frank Carroll fact. I know. I just wanted yeah. to see what, how you'd respond. <laughs> yeah. So, so still pretty good. Not not as good as a liner note. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Um, which, speaking of, I do have one. Okay. Cool. Did you know Ocarina of Time was originally planned to be a first-person game? Really? They, they, yeah, Miyamoto changed it to third-person for two reasons. One, one he won't... Because a first-person Zelda game is not a good idea. No, actually, it wasn't one of his two reasons he gave. It's one of my reasons. That's a good reason. One of his reasons was, because uh, you do change from young Link to adult Link, and he wanted sure. that change to be visible on screen. Sure, makes sense. Uh, he also think he also thought that people should have to see Link because he's so cool looking. Direct quote. <laughs> okay. So there you go. I, I also think a first person Zelda game is a terrible idea. Agreed. Just what? like Link's crossbow training. I was gonna say, wasn't Link's crossbow training first person? Yes, it was. <laughs> Te- terrible game. <laughs> All right, our next track, another very iconic one, and I feel like I'm gonna say that every single time because really, all these tracks are iconic. But this is another good one. This 
is The Lost Woods. Was the Lost Woods from Ocarina of Time? That's just a track that, man, I love that. I love it. I, I just, you know, it's like a skull kid. Yeah, hundred percent. Every single time. Uh, I, I've actually, I, I, I've owned, I, I've broken, unfortunately, but I've owned the Ocarina, uh, and I, I learned did how to you, play this. Did you order? The really expensive one from those episodes or those uh, um, from the Nintendo Power magazine. Yeah, yeah. Well, you always had like the little flyers inserted in there. No, because they wanted like eighty bucks. If you remember, it was. I thought it was like a hundred. Eighty was for the small little one, and then the hundred was the bigger one. It might have been more than a hundred then for the bigger one. Might have been like twenty. It could have been. Yeah, I did not get that. I got one from a uh, from, from from like a local craft fair or something like that. Oh, so someone actually yeah. sculpted one out of clay, and that was what you got, basically. They, 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 but, they, but they made it look like the actual Zelda Ocarina. It was blue, sure. and it had this thing. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it broke. Probably because it was made out of play-doh. It was something like it, it was definitely something flimsy. <laughs> it, was, it was it was hardened play-doh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scammed out of fifty bucks right then and there. Yeah, only paid twelve. There you go. That's why it broke. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. I think the Lost Woods is one of my favorite areas from Ocarina of Time. I really do. Yeah, it, it, it was cool. I got lost a lot. That's why it's called the Lost Woods. And rightfully so. It's yeah. It's just like the it's just like the Lost Woods in Breath of the Wild. I can't tell you how many times I got backtracked there, and just I like, got lost my way. I even like tried dropping things to kind of leave myself like on the trail. That's smart, and I never actually thought of doing that. Did they just disappear? I think they did because I didn't find anything on the floor when I was looking. That's crazy that they thought of that. They thought to make the items disappear because they thought someone out there is dumb enough to try this. I was dropping wood because yeah, because how much wood? How much wood do you come across? It's like tons of it. Just yeah, yeah. I mean. You could have done that with the um, like the apples and stuff too, because I had I had tons of apples or whatever they were. Exactly. That's yeah. At the point, at the point, cooking them wasn't even worth my time. No. All right. Our next track from Ocarina of Time, another classic, indeed. This is the Windmill Hut, otherwise known as the Song of Storms. Thank you. 
And that was the Windmill Hut, otherwise known as the Song of Storms from Ocarina of Time. That, by far, is my favorite of the Ocarina tunes in this game. Yes, absolutely, 100%. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. In fact, a uh, little liner note here. Okay. Something that, so something I'm sure we're going to agree on. No, it's not a tank tidbit. I think, uh, I think it's a tank tidbit. <laughs> uh, this, game, this, this song is a time paradox. Because according to Guru yes. Guru in Kakariga Village, yes. uh, a Link played the song of Storms. So Link plays the song of Storms as a child to, 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 to speed up the windmill. Yes. But, but Link learns the song from Guru Guru as an adult. So who originally composed the song? I like it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a paradox. It can tear the whole universe apart. Instead, who knows? Instead, None it's just a great freaking tune. It is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, they sell now an electronic uh, version in the stores of the Ocarina. Mm-hmm. And if you know, if you remember how to play the song of storms, if you, if you put the inputs in, yeah. it plays the whole song. That is super cool. You know, it's just awesome for fans like us. Like, yeah, if you can find it, I, I do believe uh, if you uh, use our affiliate link, you want to go to Amazon and pick one up. Mm-hmm. I did see it there. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's a great way to support uh, the games and little down games as well. Yeah, and our, our affiliate link obviously is in the description for all the podcasts. Okay, the next track. Speaking of good tracks, I think this is the best track from the game. This one here, Gerudo Valley. Gerudo Valley from Ocarina of Time. I honestly think I could listen to that track all day and never get bored. In fact, when uh, Brian told me during this episode, I only asked for one track. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Brian, do you have the song? He goes, Yes, yes, we have the song. I was like, Okay, then we're good. It we is. Go. It is by far the best track from Ocarina of Time. One hundred percent. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I could say it's the best track from both Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask because I think there's something equally as strong if not stronger in Majora's Mask which we'll play later of course but um, this track total total El Francaro here I mean total Latin flair total 
Mexican flair, Spanish flair, whatever you want to call it. It's- I actually heard him. Ro- I heard him rocking from the uh, the other room. <laughs> he heard his jam and he put on his tap shoes and yeah. he got his maracas out and he was going to town. Yeah, I know. I wish you'd just knock it off though. It's noisy. Okay. It is noisy. It is noisy. Um, but holy crap, man, that track is so good. Like that is the only way I could describe this mu- piece of music. It's piece of. It's a freaking masterpiece. I mean, I, I was talking to Brian. I was like. They have all these different kind of styles. Like this is a Latin style flair. The other styles are like medieval fanfare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind is a freaking genius. And the fact that they can come up with all these different genres and just tie them into such a beautiful masterpiece. Like I, I wish I had an eighth of that talent. I, I wish you had like a fiftieth of that talent. I have a fiftieth of that talent. You, you, you forget how great of a singer I am. <laughs> Why don't you let the fans hear it right now? Almost paradise. <laughs> We're knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> See, told you. Oh, Jesus. Shout out to our Game Oracles episode yesterday where we, uh, where we made that joke. <laughs> yes. All right. Our next track from Ocarina of Time. This is the Spirit Temple. And that was the Spirit Temple from The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. I think... I think this is my favorite dungeon from this game. I think. It's a good dungeon. Yeah. I, it's definitely not the water dungeon, that's for sure. The water, te- the water temple. <laughs> that still gives me nightmares. 
This is not an easy item, though. I'll tell it's, you that. It's not, no. Um, I think my favorite would be between this one and a track that we didn't play for an obvious reason with a fire temple. I think that dungeon was really strong, too. Um, but we, we purposely didn't play the, the track from the fire temple because... Well, first of all, there was, in, in one of the cartridges, the um, controversial version of the Fire Temple song that had the chanting in it that actually translated to something, and it actually, Nintendo wasn't aware of it, and it actually, it didn't do them any, it didn't do them any favors no. <laughs> with, certain, with certain religious communities. But um, one episode in particular I'd like to do in the future is dedicated to controversial songs. So I purposely held off on the Fire Temple song because I, I think that's one of the main controversial songs that I can think of off the top of my head. There are a few others, but this one in particular, I think is the one that always comes to people's mind. Um, but going back to the Spirit Temple, I love this track. I really do. Yeah, this is a great track. Um, I find a pretty cool little uh, liner note here. Okay. Uh, so if you go into the room with the giant statue in the spirit temple, yeah, and you aim the hookshot uh, where the nipples would be, you could actually grapple onto them. Okay. Uh, and this is a joke yeah, by Nintendo, just for you know, for, for the fan who would think to do something as as stupid as that. Did you do this? I done this. <laughs> I will be honest with you. I didn't know you could do that. Also, I'm, I'm the weird one. Thanks, thanks a lot, Brian. It's like you gave the giant a nipple piercing. That was the whole plan. Just to see what I can do. Unreal. Hey. Now, I, I'm, I'm starting to see why it takes you so long to play games. I do crazy things. I told you that. Some things are best left not explored. I realize a little nipple play, Brian. <laughs> All right. The next track. We got two left from the Ocarina of Time. This is the Temple of Time. Was the Temple of Time from Ocarina of Time? Fitting. Yeah, you would think that uh, there was some, you know, naming scheme there going on. Time? It's never time at all. You can never leave without leaving a piece of you. No, yeah. Time, time, everywhere, time. No, wait, that's sign. Never mind. Yeah. Plus, Tesla sucks. Um, <laughs> we saw them live. Yes, we did. <laughs> I love Tesla. They're a great band. And I, and I do believe the whole time I told you that I hated Tesla. Yeah, I like Tesla. I think they're a great band. Yeah. 
All right. Um, I don't have much for this, but I got a little, little shot shot for you. Okay. So, um, with the Temple of Time, you, you had to acquire the spiritual stones. Yes, you did. So, if, after you get the three spiritual stones and the Ocarina of Temple of Time, if you head straight to the back alley of Hyrule Castletown, mm-hmm. you'll actually find us. Most people will miss this. You'll find a fatally wounded soldier. If you talk to him, he'll actually tell you about how like Ganondorf betrayed the king and how he was and this whole was actually injured trying to fight off Ganondorf. Okay. That's cool. um let me try to talk to him a second time. Um he actually dies. You can see it's just he's not moving anymore. I remember that. I see you're you're actually in a minority. Most people don't even do that, so No, I, I specifically remember that. Yeah, I remember, I remember doing that. But then again, I, I do talk to everyone multiple times when I play these games. And it's the same thing that I do. And one of the reasons that my playthroughs for Japanese RPGs tend to be slightly longer than the average is because I, I typically don't follow strategy guides for these. And one thing that I always tend to do is talk to every NPC in a town and any NPC that I come across to see if they have something unique to say not necessarily just uh you know filler dialogue but i'm looking specifically for side quests and i i will i i will be the first to admit that i will sometimes rush through text like i i read pretty quick when i play video games so i never wait for the full like if if it's a spoken thing like in in recent games if it's a spoken line because i always turn subtitles on for games always i read faster than they talk so i tend to just read the text and skip forward so, I, I don't usually listen to the actually like the, the 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 voice actors unless I really really am digging the voice acting. But yeah, I tend to always talk to people because I'm looking for side quests, and I, I specifically remember that. I do the same thing. That's what takes so long to play a game. I talk to everyone <laughs> and search every corner for every little thing, and try to give giants nipple piercings. I do shoot giants with hook shots in the nipple. Yes. yes. All right, our last track from Ocarina of Time is Princess Zelda's Theme. And that was Princess Zelda's theme from The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, closing out 
our 10 tracks from Ocarina of Time. Doesn't that song have a different name? Zelda's Lullaby is the other track that you're thinking of. Because it, it's it's more... I, I feel like both of those names it's referred to as both Zelda's Lullaby and Princess Zelda's Theme. Either way. Either way you want to look at it. But it's the same track. Yep. See, I'm never wrong. Not usually. Sometimes, though. But not usually. Any Any final liner notes for Ocarina of Time before we transition to our second game? No, I, I, I want to save some uh, of, of my awesomeness for Majora's Mask. But what the hell? What the hell? Uh, so the, uh, there's four Poes in the Forest Temple named Joel, Meg, Beth, and Amy. Are you sure it's not uh, Edgar Allen? That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool they did that. It would have been cool. Uh, but this, this is still a literary reference, actually. Yeah, I know. So I, I I'm, I'm, there, so I'm, I'm, fairly, I'm fairly certain I know where this is going. I think I've heard this name, before. They're named after their main characters from Little Women. Yeah. So Macbeth, Amy, and Josephine. Yep. See? Brian knows something sometimes. Mm. Always. Brian's Brain Busters. There you go. <laughs> Tanks tidbits. All right, we're going to transition now to The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, and we're going to kick things off with Majora's Theme. was Majora's Theme from The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, also still released on the Nintendo 64. These tracks that you're about to hear feel a hell of a lot different than Ocarina of Time, that's for sure. They are very creepy, for the most part. Some of them are pretty epic, but for the most part, these these tracks are creepy. Rightfully so, for a game that is considered quite creepy. Yeah, this is a, this is definitely a creepy game. Uh, one of the I one mean, of the few Zelda games that doesn't take place in Hyrule. Yeah, and it was just weird to like see like this big evil m- m- moon staring out at you with an evil grin. Like it's yeah, ugh. three days until it crashes in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this game released on the Nintendo 64 in 2000, October 26, 2000, here in North America. Once again, composed by the legendary Koji Kondo. Um, One of the popular theories about this game is that a lot of people tend to think that Link is dead in this game. 
and that everything he is doing is basically just transitioning to the afterlife. Have you seen this theory before? I have seen this theory before. It's 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 a it's a it's a video that's that's very widely seen on YouTube, and I I kind of like that theory, but at the same time, I don't want to imagine that this that, that Link is dead here. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to imagine that. Yeah, well, this is an alternate timeline game, isn't it? Uh, no, it takes place directly after Ocarina of Time and the official timeline. But it, it, in the official timeline, doesn't the timeline split in Ocarina of Time? Like, if this happens, this, this, that, that, that? Um, well, the actual Zelda timeline splits in Ocarina of Time. And it's basically, it splits into three versions. So after Ocarina of Time, there's this timeline where Link dies. But the first game in the timeline after Link dies is a link to the past. Because the original hero of time has passed away. He was defeated by Ganon, which is why he died. And then the next game in the series is a link to the past. There is a timeline in which Link successfully defeats Ganon. That timeline after Ocarina of Time starts with the Wind Waker. Is followed up by Phantom Hourglass after that and then Spirit Tracks. And then the timeline in which Link goes back in time to as a child and warns Zelda and stays there is the third timeline. That one, after Ocarina of Time, is followed up by Majora's Mask, followed up by Twilight Princess, and then Four Swords Adventures. So that's how the, the Zelda timeline splits after Ocarina of Time. Um, we're still not sure where Breath of the Wild fits into this timeline. They have, sure. not, they have not given an official placement, an official concrete placement for the Zelda timeline, even though there are theories and concrete evidence to place it in all three of those timelines. One of the one of the prevalent theories right now is that it, it merges all three back together after the last game in each timeline, because the last game in each timeline is Spirit Tracks, Four Swords Adventures, and The Adventure of Link from the NES. So one of the theories is that those three timelines merge back together with the first game being Breath of the Wild. After that, after the timelines merge again, so we'll have to see if they ever give an official statement on where Breath of the Wild fits in. But uh, yeah, man, this game very creepy. All right, our next track, kind of happy though, kind of for a town that's about to get destroyed. This track <laughs> is Clock Town Second Day. was Clock Town Second Day from The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask because there are three versions of the Clock Town theme. Obviously, there's First Day, Second Day, and the Final Day. 
because you have 72 hours to actually do what you need to do to stop the moon from crashing down into the town. Luckily, you can go back in time. Thank God for that, right? Thank God, because finish everything that that game makes you do in the brief 72 hours of in-game time would be impossible at best. Not only that, um, some of the maths in the game actually speed up the flow of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that. So yeah, that would not be fun. No. Not in the slightest. This definitely... It's not a bad Zelda game. Like, I really, really like this one, and I'm glad that they were able to make this game as quick as they did after Link to the, or I'm sorry, after Ocarina of Time came out. And obviously one of the reasons that they were able to do that is because they reused a lot of assets and they reused a lot of their technology from Ocarina of Time, something that I hope they do with Breath of the Wild in the next Zelda game so that they can put out another Switch game before 2020. I'm hoping by 2019 we see the next one. That would be cool. In fact, uh, do you remember the commercial? Like when this game came out, because I do. I don't. Like, perfectly. I don't. Um, and you can probably YouTube this and look this up. But, um, yeah, it's probably out there. It, 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 I remember just vividly when we were doing the, the whole Bible verse, uh, Psalm 23.4, don't quote me. Uh, Though I walk through the valley of death, I shall fear no evil. I remember that, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And it was a Zelda game. I'm like, what? Like, they're taking it there? Pretty cool. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take yeah. a look at myself. No, no, no. It, it wasn't cool, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you know, just had to make sure it wasn't Coolio that she was quoting no. instead. No. <laughs> All right, our next track is the Astral Observatory. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. Oh, wait, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. And that was the Astral Observatory from The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. You're hilarious, Brian. <laughs> Maybe I can just keep quoting that song every single time we come back and see how many people unsubscribe for our podcast right then and there. Probably. Send your, probably. Send your hate mail to Brian at leveldungames.com. <laughs> Uh, I like that tune. It's very jolly, very jovial. I, I love this track. 
Uh, me too. Um, I, I, as soon as it came out, I was like, oh, I remember this one. This is a great song. Like, just instantly clicked in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to just kind of make a note. You, you mentioned the, the whole three-day system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, originally it was going to be a week. It was going to be a full week. Yeah. But uh, but the game director, uh, Mr. Ayanoma, he's like, I think the players would be pretty annoyed to have to play through an entire week again. Right. And it, it would be hard for everyone to remember what happened each and every day. That's sure. why it's been. That's why it was actually cut down to the seventy-two hours. So I think it was a pretty cool idea. Thank God he did that because can you imagine having to remember all these things across different days? I know. Do you know what Link said when he found that out? What is that? <laughs> I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the street. So <laughs> much television watching, education, yeah. dreams. <laughs> why do I know this whole song by heart? <laughs> Because you've been spending most of your life living in the Angel's Paradise. That's the problem. Apparently, yeah. Too much too much trouble. You know, tell me why are we so blind to see. All right. We're going to move on. Goodbye, audience. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the last you hear of Gangsta's Paradise. Hopefully. All right. We're going to move on to the next track from Majora's Mask. This one's very good, and I'm very excited to be playing this one. This is the Song of Healing. And that was the Song of Healing from Majora's Mask. A man, dude, this is a hauntingly beautiful track. It really is. Uh, this is probably the iconic one from... Well, not the, 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 the biggest one, but probably the maybe, most iconic one. Maybe most iconic from this from this game, yes. And earlier I did say that um, I, I wasn't sure that Gerudo Valley was the best from the two N64 games. It was not this strong I was talking about. No, 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 no. I, I'm pretty sure I have a good idea what you're talking about, but I hope so because there is there is a very strong song in this in this game. Uh, it's not it's it's coming up soon, but not next. But the yeah, song yeah. of healing is freaking so beautiful, dude. And it was crazy. The song of healing, the first six notes, mm-hmm. is a Soraya song backwards. Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. Which is which is, which is a really cool aspect. I love how they tied those two together. Yeah, you can. I mean, I, I think it's almost plainly obvious. That, that it is as soon as you hear it yeah. especially for fans of the series and those that have extensively played through Ocarina of Time love this track dude it, it still has that creepy tone a little bit but I, I think the, the beauty in it definitely outweighs any type of creepiness that this, that, that this song could potentially portray and when I get that feeling I need the song of healing okay no 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 no, no I'm not gonna do it no I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sing sexual healing 
Okay. Fuck Marvin Gaye. Not gonna happen. No. It's been been if you've been singing Coolio. <laughs> you don't sing Coolio. You rap Coolio. No, you do neither. You live Coolio. You be Coolio. Okay. Indeed. <laughs> slide, slide, slippity slide. Oh, Jesus. All right, moving on. Um, obviously, I mentioned that this is one of the Zelda games that does not take place in Hyrule. This track is Termina Field. was Termina Field from Majora's Mask. I love that because one of my small complaints with Ocarina of Time is that their field music for Hyrule wasn't just the traditional Legend of Zelda theme. I mean, it definitely, you know, while it had some aspects of it in there, it wasn't just the theme on a loop. And even though this has a different feel to it, obviously it is the Majora's Mask version. It's the Termina version of the theme. It's still the traditional Legend of Zelda song. And I absolutely love it. Ah, it's awesome. I, I just, as soon as it kicked in, I was like, yes, like yeah. this is my jam. Yeah. Just riding, ah. riding through the field, listening to that song. Oof, so good, so good, so good. One of the things I liked about Majora's Mask was um, references to earlier Zelda games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple ones like I, I was able to pull up real quick was um, when uh, Cafe gives you the Appendant of Memories. Yeah. He tells Link to uh, keep it a secret to everybody. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, it's a classic line you got from the you'd get. Another one is uh, when you're actually fighting the final boss, spoiler alert, you fight Majora's Incarnation. Yeah. Uh, he sometimes hums the Death Mountain dungeon theme. Nice. Which, 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 it's cool that, you know, they have him humming the, the dungeon theme as you're, as you're fighting him. It was freaking awesome. Right. That's super cool. Okay. Our next track that we're going to move on to. I think this may be the best track from the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask series on the Nintendo 64. To me, it's either this one or one that we have in a few more tracks from Majora's Mask. But I really think, I really think that I like this song better. This is Giant's Theme.
And that was Giant's Theme from Majora's Mask. Like I said, potentially, in my opinion, because I like the stuff, slower sounding, slower melodic tracks, the best from the Nintendo 64 Zelda games. Perhaps. There's one more track that we have and two more songs that you could argue may be the best as well. And I'll let you, the listener, be the judge of which one is your favorite. Or I'll judge for you. Yeah, you'll judge wrong, though. That's the issue. No. Um, I don't like the Giants. I'm a Jets fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also sorry that I'm a Jets fan. J-E-T-S. He didn't, yeah. he didn't do it. We're, we're one of the few words these dumb fans can actually spell. <laughs> uh, yes, and I've been in the stands when you guys have spelled it, too. Okay? Not cool. Are, are you Jets, Jets, Jets. You're, you're insulting yourself at the same time. I can spell Jets. Okay. Can you spell airplane, though? Same thing. J E T S. All right. We'll move on to our next track from The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. This one, I think you're going to like this one. This is Pirate's Fortress. The Pirate's Fortress from Majora's Mask. Great track. Great track. That's, a, that's an awesome track. High adventure on the seas, getting ready with Captain Jack and Barbosa. Wait, wrong, wrong, close, wrong, close. wrong franchise. Wrong franchise. Right. In fact, uh, if Link is actually wearing the captain's hat uh, when he fights uh, the Egos uh, Duokuna, Akana, I believe. Mm-hmm. Egos Duokuna? Yeah. Uh, there's actually a little Madula, Madula Obligata? What? Mammoth are the only because they have all the teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> uh, it actually, it actually triggers a special uh, cutscene yeah. uh, between Link and uh, Katakita, yeah. uh, where, where, where like, he's mistaken for them, and it actually causes them to actually fight each other. Yeah, he becomes a uh, Blackbeard. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's how Blackbeard came into existence, and then he went and sailed the high seas. 
I think. I'm pretty sure that's how that origin story goes. Um, actually, what happened was they all um, took a three-hour tour on a little boat called the SS Minnow. And, it, and unfortunately, was, they all got stuck there were Gilliam. Was the skipper, the skipper, was the skipper there, too? Mary. The, millionaire, the millionaire and his wife were there as well. Yeah. Don't forget the movie star, the professor and Mary Annika. Mm-hmm. Here on Gilligan's Isle. <laughs> Horrible game. Yeah, we talked about it on the previous episode of Max Level. <laughs> all right. See how everything ties together. This, this, this whole Lowdown Games multiverse so so tied together. I don't know how we do it. I don't know how we tie it together, but we do. We've got three tracks left from Majora's Mask. The next one in particular is the other one that I could say is possibly the strongest from these two games. This one, Stone Tower Temple. the Stone Temple Pilots from Majora's Mask. <laughs> oh, wait, no, almost, no. Almost. Oh, almost. Stone Tower Temple. Sorry, 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 sorry. You can see where I got confused. Stone Tower Temple from Majora's Mask. So I'll, I'll, let, I'll let the listeners be the judge of the best track between the Gerudo Valley, Giant's Theme, and Stone Tower Temple from these two games. It's, it's tough for me. Like I said, it, it, out of those three, I don't know which one I like more. Because they're all, in my opinion, very, very strong. Yeah, it's hard to pick. Yeah. Um, this particular track, though, I, I think the Stone Tower Temple is my favorite temple from Majora's Mask. I'm inclined to agree with you. As much as I can do that, I'm inclined to agree with you. Well, when it's the best, it's the best, and there's really nothing you can do about it. Exactly. I'm the best. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, there's plenty of things I can do about it. Like, fire you right now. I was kidding. I don't want to do that. I'm the and best. Th- and then I become the best, because I already am the best, and I always will be. Brian, I'm going to tell you, I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. No, that's I don't want to trust. That, I don't want to trust. That's Bret Hart. 
Huh. Not Frank. Frank is just a guy that used to wear a mask and has identity crises. I've never, I've never worn a mask. <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta be an idiot to wear a mask. <laughs> All right. Uh, any any liner notes before we move on? Um. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. What do you got? Oh, for this game? Yeah, for this game. Uh, I don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> At the end of the game, uh, Skull Kid, he asks Link to be his friend. He does. And he goes, hey, you have the same smell as that fairy kid who taught me that song in the woods. So it actually hints to this being the same Skull Kid that Link sold his home mask to in in Toss Rice on Ocarina of Time. I'm fairly certain it's the same. Like, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that they've come out and said that it's the same Skull Kid. I think. They've never, they've never officially said it, but... It has to be. Yeah, it's all but confirmed. That's all but confirmed. Yeah. Awesome. Just like just like me being the best. It's all but confirmed. <laughs> now, we'll shoot that down real quick. All right. Two tracks left. So, our penultimate track for today's episode. This is Tattle and Tail. And that was Tattle and Tail from The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. I like that track. Very nice. Very good. I like that track. That was, that was a really fun one for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I think it's a good way to start exiting out of our look at both Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Two of you know some of the strongest Zelda games that I, that I think that I've played. But I'm sure, I'm sure... You have one more liner note for us before we get on out of here. I do, and um, this was done on purpose, of course, because uh, Brian's a smart guy. Um, I know that. Thank you. Because uh, in the Zora Hall, there's lots of music that's played, but we obviously didn't choose any because... I, I almost, almost picked the Zora Hall, like the Zora domain theme, but I didn't. Because the actual, um, the, the main hall music... Was actually from Ocarina of Time. I know. And uh, Tijo is a uh, is actually plays the cave theme from Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Japis plays uh, part of the dungeon theme from the original Legend of Zelda, and Evan actually plays the Game Over song from the original Legend of Zelda. So, in in the Zora's uh, hall, they were playing a lot of the, the old hits. Yeah. So I can I, I can understand why Brian obviously shied away from that. Right. Yeah. It was totally on purpose. 
See, he's a smart guy. Yeah. He doesn't get all the credit he deserves. Like I, said, I listened to the entirety of these soundtracks. And like I said, each one being over 100 tracks. That's a lot um, of stuff. Yeah. yeah you, you, you tend to remember, hey, I think I heard this somewhere before. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. Well, the last track we're going to play as we close out, obviously this will be the, the last track that you hear after we get off the air, is fittingly enough the end credits theme from The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And I really like this one as well. This, was, this is a great track coming up here. It's a nice little medley of all the, uh, the jams. Yeah, and um, obviously we get some chanting there halfway through, closer toward the end, but you know we got some yeah. nice chants. And it's just, I think it's a fitting way to close not only two iconic Legend of Zelda games from the Nintendo 64 era, but this now iconic podcast episode of BG Mania, where we looked at Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And the catalog of Coolio. And, yes, we... Um, we we did do some things with Coolio, but nothing illegal, obviously. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Hey, Coolio, if you're listening, hit us up. We'd like to have you as a guest on the show. In my absolute honor. Special slide, slide, slide. Special, you, special guest in the future. We've got Coolio. <laughs> All right. Thank you all so much. That's actually not true, by the way. Thank you all so much. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is uploaded on iTunes and Google Play every Wednesday morning. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, remember to email us at bgmania at leveldowngames.com with your requests. And that does include future requests for episodes of Radio Hour. If you're interested in supporting us here at Level Down Games so we can continue to do what we love and bring quality content to all of you on a daily basis, remember that we have affiliate links in the descriptions for all of our podcasts on iTunes and Google Play, as well as the description box on all of our YouTube videos. We've got Amazon, Technisport Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer. Supporting us through any or all of those affiliate links means the absolute world to us. To stay up to date on all things Level Down Games, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find our main account over on Twitter at OriginalLDG. I'm at Brian underscore LDG. Frank is at the Frankosaurus. We're both on Instagram. I'm at Brian.LDG, and Frank is at the Frankosaurus once again. We can be found on Facebook for general posted information, and finally over at Twitch.tv slash Level Down Games for all of our live streams. Doing this will ensure that you never miss another episode of Max Level, which is our video game podcast every Monday. Game Oracles, our video game trailer show every Tuesday. More BG Mania every Wednesday, which you just finished listening to. The Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, our professional wrestling podcast every Thursday, and our Top 10 series every Friday. You'll also have access to all of our video reviews, unboxings, reaction videos, Let's Plays, and so much more. Next week, it's the end of the month, and you know what that means. It's time for another edition of... What is it time for? Radio Hour! Radio Hour, Volume 6. One. A special El Caro themed retro rewind for the year. Yes, you are. You are going to be having a retro theme. Obviously, I'll have an eclectic mix. We'll have one track from Jessica, and we'll have one track from the fans. Like I said, we've only gotten one, but we still have one submission for for next week's Radio Hour. To taking us out of this episode once again, it's the end credits theme from The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask on the Nintendo sixty four. Thanks again for joining us this morning, and we will see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>